All right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the Newbie Photographer Podcast. I am your host, Nathan Holritz, and it's good to have you here. If you are live streaming with us, uh, this happens to be a Wednesday, and uh, I hope the middle of your week, while we're, what, two or three days into the week, that your week has been going well so far, and you've got a killer end of the week, and hopefully some of these principles that you get to hear today are those that you can take and apply to make your week that much better, and certainly your photography business that much better. The Newbie Photographer Podcast is all about simplifying photography, one, and uh, then photography business, maybe even slightly more important, photography business for the new photographer. So if you're in your first three years of business, or maybe even just trying to figure out how to get your business off the ground, this is the podcast for you. And we're starting this podcast, it's relatively new still, with a series called I Wish I Knew. And I'm inviting established photographers onto the show to share one principle or idea that they wish they knew a little bit more about when they were first starting their photography business. And uh, I so happen to be lucky enough to have on the show today, John Mansfield. John, thanks so much for coming and sharing with the community at large. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you, Nathan. I'm, I'm excited to be here and get to chat with you today. Well, and I was saying this to you before we got started too, but it's not very often that I get to have a guest on the show that has both the fancy camera and the fancy mic, nice bokeh (laughs) in the background, everything. You you got the setup. I got to get the setup. I just upgraded to like, got my mirrorless camera up here doing my video today, so... It's nice. uh, it's nice. I'm, I'm, I'm liking it way better than just my laptop. I see. Uh, I'm feeling kind of old school now because I still have a DSLR. I have a, like a, a really simple Canon D90 or 90D rather. Um, oh yeah. Still have the DSLR doing the video, but I think it's doing the trick at least for now. I'll have to upgrade to mirrorless maybe soon. <laughs> you're you're look you're looking sharp. It okay, is, good. It's, good. It's good. Yeah. We did it. We made it happen. <laughs> well, for any photographer listening or watching who doesn't know you, John, and your business, will you give just kind of a brief mm-hmm. 60 second intro to your brand? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I'm a wedding and portrait photographer um, based just outside of Houston, Texas. Um, been in the business uh, for years. I mean, started getting paid for gigs uh, in like 2009 and then officially and legally uh, started my business in uh, spring of 2013. So coming up on a decade of doing that. That's um, huge. Yeah, yeah, uh, and yeah, I just uh, I I have a passion for for people and uh, for relationships and um, and for just like helping make the world a better place. You know, we give uh, a portion of every uh, every dollar that comes in to different charities, and it's been really cool. Um, like working with so many couples over the years, and just I always ask them, like, is there a charity that you want us to give money to? And uh, getting to hear those uh, those stories in their lives is really cool. Okay, that's a cool. That's a topic we should actually come back to maybe another day because that's a really interesting sure. effort. I, yeah. I'm sure there are photographers out there doing it in one form or another, maybe just not talking about it. But that's a really cool idea. Yeah, maybe we can do another episode on that because new photographers yeah. getting started, I think, and really just all of us collectively, it's something I've made more of an effort at here in the last couple of years, even myself, looking for opportunities, even if it's just a little bit of money. It's amazing how a little bit of money can go a long way, looking for opportunities to give to a local community or a big organization. I, I think we should all be doing it in some form or fashion. 
Oh yeah, and not even monetarily. Like even mm. just like looking for uh, for organizations that need, you know, if they need like new headshots for their team yeah. or yeah. Uh, photography coverage of some sort of charity event that they're doing. Um, like I have one that I do every year. It's a casino night and like a big charity ball thing, and I get all dressed up in well, not quite a tux, but okay. I get dressed up in a suit and have fun and take photos and uh, brilliant. And it's it's a fun thing. Yeah, yeah, it's. It's a lot of fun. Okay, yeah. Maybe if you're willing, we can come back and do a, a do a second episode. But I, I want to get back yeah. to the series that, that we've started, and I'm, I'm really excited about it. We, we're starting with a series called I Wish I Knew. Um, we're going to also then do a I Wish, uh, let's see, I'd Like to Know. So I'm going to have new photographers on the show who are mm. asking a particular question, something that they want to know more about coming from new photographers. But what we've done with this number, first number of episodes is I wish I knew. And you've been a business now, as you pointed out, for almost 10 years. What is a principle yeah. or an idea, a concept that you wish you knew more about when you first started your photography business? Yeah, uh, the I really wish that I knew that uh, that I was not my target client. Because um, uh, for for so long it was uh, I was I was marketing to myself, and uh, and then it took a while for me to realize oh I am not my target client <laughs> um, I'm I'm not really the person I need to be marketing to yeah um, so yeah that was something that I wish I knew way sooner than I did. Now, I know this is a really massive topic, so we won't spend too much time parked here, but will you just briefly sum up for new photographers listening and who might be curious, what when we say a target client, what does that actually mean? Mm -hmm. So target client is who, uh, like your, your ideal, like someone that you would love to work with, um, uh, and it could be a past client that you just y'all meshed. It was amazing. Um, they needed exactly what you provide and it just, it was, is perfect. Um, okay. or it could be someone that you're looking for, uh, someone that you're looking toward working with. Um, so it kind of like evolves over your career. I know like my ideal client now, my target client 10 years in is different than what it looked like year one. Yeah, that's a great point. And yet again, another topic that we could come back to another time. <laughs> the business can evolve and that's okay. But mm -hmm. we talk about, I, I have another podcast called the Boca Podcast, which I've been privileged to have you on as well. And on that yeah. show, we talk quite a bit about the idea of big picture view. So the overarching set of goals, what is it that I'm trying to accomplish as a human being? And then certainly as a mm -hmm. business owner, and as a result, then what is the business model that I'm trying to create? And that business model, part of that business model is the person or people that I'm trying to connect with in order to run that business. And that's that target client that you point out. So I just wanted to give context and exactly. I appreciate you doing that. What was the turning point in your business where you realized, hey, I'm not my target client and you started to make a change in the way that you ran your business? Yeah, that uh, that turning point was, uh, like I kind of mentioned earlier, way too long into uh, my career. It was about um, year five or okay. so. Um, and I think it was really whenever my uh, like my average uh, wedding package price jumped over two thousand um, dollars. And I know uh, you've mentioned on the Boca podcast before um, that you know, like 80% of all weddings are, um, like they hire photographers for less than $2,000. And really anything above that is, is more of the high end or luxury market. And once I jumped over that, I realized, uh, it was really hard for me to market and to like speak to mm. those clients that I was trying to attract that would be spending more mm. than, you know, when, uh, like my first year, 
my my average package was five hundred dollars for eight hours and engagements and an album and like yeah. I was I was probably losing money, but um yeah, but same. like that was my yeah yeah and and going from that to four times that much, um, it was it was like a mindset shift. I really had to change my mindset and how I was approaching. Um, talking about my services and really who I was searching for. Uh, Cause I was often talking to myself because uh, mm. I didn't know how to market. I didn't know what to do. So I was just talking to what John would be attracted to <laughs> in like, you know, clicking a post or reading more on an Instagram post or whatever. Yep. Uh, so yeah, I was, I really didn't know uh, who my client was that I needed to speak to once I got over that price point that I, you know, 24, 25 year old John uh, would have uh, had in budget to spend on a photographer at that <laughs> yeah. time. It's so, I, I, and I'm the most guilty of this, by the way. It's, it's a human tendency, certainly. It's so easy to project our understanding of the world. And I mean, this literally carries over to everything. It's easy to project that yeah. onto people whether it's in just in our personal life or certainly in business. I, I didn't grow up with a lot of money. Like I, my, my dad used to ration the amount of orange juice that we can drink at breakfast in the morning. Right. Like that was kind of the, and to oh, be yeah. clear, like I, I was fine, but it, it was <laughs> like, they were very tightly managing a budget cause they didn't have a lot of money. And so when we started photographing clients for, I mean, six, seven, eight, nine, ten thousand dollars $10,000. That was amount of money, like seeing that in a check. Of course, this is back in the days when people wrote checks more often, but that right. kind of money was not, not the norm for my life. So I didn't even know what that even meant and how to manage it. I mean, there's just so many disconnects there, <laughs> but like you said, it's easy to kind of project your understanding of the world onto clients and then assume that they think that you do. And then, so you're talking to them accordingly and it just doesn't work. We have to create a shift in mindset. And so to that end, I'd, I'd love to give our listeners some practical takeaways. Like how can they kind of step away from this idea of assuming that, whether it's intentional or not, that they are talking to or that, that they think the same way as their target client. Um, getting away yeah. from that, how, what changes can they make in their business? What changes did you make in your business in that regard? Yeah, I think the biggest change, um, which like this first point is really going to like uh, kind of umbrella over the other four uh, or so. And, um, and that is, I created a, like a mental picture of who my target client was and not necessarily like, you know, face, like what they look like. You know, <laughs> sure. I know some people go like, uh, you know, start naming people and all that, but like and the clothing it was just, brands they wear and all that ex stuff. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I didn't go, I didn't go that crazy. Um, but I mean, that's still helpful, but I, I wanted I spent like 15 minutes, uh, really, it was really short. And I just thought about what are some desires that they have for, uh, as they're looking for a photographer, what are some desires that they have that I can meet and what are some pain points that they have that I can fix and that I can mm. speak to and serve to. I love that. Um, and yeah, that was, that was the biggest thing, uh, really, uh, and that, that like, 
took the just like screaming into the void, just like everyone, anyone, like come give me money, I will photograph you. Yep, yep. And that really narrowed it down to mm. these are the people, these are the 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 pain points that they have, these are the desires that they have, and I can speak to that, and that started to attract those target clients. Okay, that makes sense. So I, I'm taking notes here. I'm writing down, create a mental picture of your target client as kind of the first step. And more mm -hmm. specifically, as you outline, figure out what it is that they need and want. And yes. that will help form the conversation that you're having with that potential client and with the clients once they become your clients. That's, that's super practical. I mean, that in and of itself is already a massive practical takeaway, but I know you've got four right. more points. So let's get to the next yes. one. Yeah. So that next one, um, it is, uh, kind of under, under that one, uh, which was that helped me, um, change the way that I spoke to my target clients on social media. It changed my captions and they were more aimed toward their pain points, uh, towards those desires, their needs, their wants. Um, and you know, occasionally throwing in some, you know, entertaining content, some inspiration, <laughs> those kind of things. Yeah. But it really took like that. You know, we often get that, uh, writer's block when it's like, okay, I have this photo. I want to post it online. I have no idea what to caption this. And that helped, uh, really speak toward them and, and, uh, and again, attract those target clients um, by speaking to what they needed and what they want. So change the way that you're speaking to them. And, and like you said earlier, mm -hmm. that first point, understanding what their needs and desires are helps frame the way that you approach that conversation. Okay. That totally makes sense. Okay, cool. Take us to number three. Okay. So number three was my portfolio, uh, my photos on my website, the photos that I shared on social media that completely changed because I wasn't just posting pretty photos or photos that I was like, Ooh, ah, like I, I enjoyed this, whatever I, you know, this is like showing off my, my camera abilities. Instead, I started thinking, um, you know, intentionally about the photos on my website, the photos on social media, the photos that I put on, um, on websites like, you know, the knot and, you know, wedding party network and that kind of stuff that, uh, that they were intentionally chosen to speak to those pain points, those desires, their needs, and to draw inspiration for them instead of just, here's a pretty photo. I hope you like it. Please give me money. So I, this makes sense. And yet I'm, I'm curious a little bit more like tangible, more details. Give me like, what does that mm -hmm. look like if you're sharing a photo that, that speaks to the needs or desires of your target client? Can you give a specific example? Absolutely. Yeah. So one of the needs and desires of my target client is that they want to feel comfortable in front of the camera. So I used to have like these super posed, more editorial style, ah. kind of stiff photos yeah. that looked great. And I thought were like, you know, hashtag swoon worthy and all of that, <laughs> but that didn't speak to what my target clients were looking for. So they were seeing that and, you know, they could scroll down on my website and then start reading about how I go through, you know, prompts and posing and I'm awkward in front of the camera. So I'm going to help them not be awkward in front mm -hmm. of the camera. Mm -hmm. But what they're seeing, the images that they were seeing at first were stiff photos with like the hand here showing off the ring and that kind of stuff. Um, and then I swapped that out for the, you know, the couple running toward the camera laughing. They're not looking dead at the lens they're you know laughing together they're you know doing some fun dance twirly stuff with the dress and like there was action there was fun um and 
they could see themselves in those photos as uh, as that you know the, the the not stiff, the not awkward. They're that like, totally okay, makes sense. That's what I'm looking for. I love that. Yeah. That's a brilliant example. Okay, we've got just a few minutes here. Take us to number four, Sweet. if you will. Okay, so um, this one is uh, I you know knowing that my target client, um, uh, knowing what they value. Um, and, and that they value uh, communication and guidance. That's what a lot of my uh, target clients value. So I created educational blogs full of tips and style guides and wedding planning guides. And, uh, and, you know, and I made sure that they had an open line of communication to me through the whole process. So they were getting that communication to where you know, they weren't just like, here's our deposit. We'll talk to you again, I guess, two weeks before the wedding. I don't know. Um, and they were also getting guidance through the whole process to where they weren't just out there trying to figure it out on their own and mm. searching through Google and Pinterest and YouTube. But I was providing them with those articles, even if I didn't write them. One of one of my style guides for like engagement photos, it it references someone else's guide because I am not that fashionable and I don't know what colors go with which colors. And I was like, this is someone who already knows what they're doing. And I was just sharing that information with them. Um, so you don't have to like think about, you know, uh, create all these things on your own, but just sharing those, uh, like kind of have, have an arsenal of helpful tips that you can, you can deal out uh, throughout the whole process. Yeah, that managing expectations is so, so big. And, and once you are clear about the target client that you're trying to speak to, then you can do that more mm. effectively. That, that's, again, I, I love this. It's all been super practical. So one, we start with creating a mental picture of your target client. Two, yes. change the style of conversation for the sake of your target client. Three is change the portfolio you're sharing, portfolio that you're sharing for the sake of drawing in the right client and also speaking to the target client. Uh, number four is to change the way that you're managing expectations for your target client. What's one more? Okay. Last step is being more hands-on. So kind of like referencing that, that last step where, you know, having that open line of communication. Um, you know, I used to just like show up at a wedding and not know what I was going to photograph. I just knew this was my start time. This was my end time. I have no idea when the ceremony is going to begin. I have no idea when we're supposed to do certain photos or have a shot list or anything. It was just going in blind, but coming in more hands-on now, I create timelines with them. I, you know, schedule when to take certain photos, sunset. Like I know when the sunset is pretty much every day of the year now, um, which is one of those fun things that you get as a photographer. You <laughs> get obsessed with the tricks. weather, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, and yeah, like tonight it's like eight twenty nine. it's going to be great. Um, but, <laughs> That's uh, cool. yeah, but, uh, but yeah, being more hands-on, uh, in the whole process and, and that also elevated my, my brand and elevated the value that I was providing for my clients. Lovely. Okay. So I, I put down change the way, I mean, this is maybe overly simplistic, change the way that you manage a session, but you're thinking mm -hmm. more proactively, more intentionally about the way that you approach in this, in your case, certainly weddings or, yes. or maybe an engagement session. Uh, but you're being more intentional on in the way that you approach that. Is that right? That's a hundred percent. Yeah. Okay, cool, man. This has been super practical and, and like truly let's go ahead and, and let our listeners know where they can find and follow you online. Um, because there is a lot more to learn from you. You also have a podcast too. Yeah. That's why you've got all the fancy equipment. So give that yeah. a shout out as well. 
Oh, for sure. Uh, yeah, I pretty much live on Instagram. I'm on there all the time. So you can find me at uh, All Heart Photo on Instagram. My educational website is allheartphoto.com slash education. I got a bunch of helpful stuff on there. Uh, the podcast is the Light and Dark Photography Podcast. Uh, Nathan, you were a guest of mine. Uh, it's been a while now. Um, episode 72, I believe, talking about brand position. So uh, loved loved that conversation. Well, I appreciate you letting me share on your podcast. I certainly appreciate you sharing with our community here. Everybody, thanks so much for chiming in, for listening in, and uh, have an absolutely lovely day.